What is up, my Gungans? This is Derek. And this is Harry. And we're the Best Guard Brothers. Yes, we are indeed. Today, we are talking about, Harry. Oh, the finale for Kenobi, dude. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Man. Speechless, honestly. Like, it was... There were a lot of things in there that I absolutely just loved. Totally. And if I'm being honest... Nothing that I really didn't like from it. Yeah. If I'm being 100% honest with you, dude. Yeah. There, uh, I'm, in, I'm in a video production class right now. And uh, my teacher is very uh, perceptive, <laughs> uh, uh, to say the least. And he, uh, he has pointed out a few um, cinematic aspects of Kenobi uh-huh. that I've noticed. Um, they do a lot of shaky camera in that mm. movie. Um, and if you don't know what shaky camera is, it basically is when it, it seems like the camera is being hand or yeah, basically held but, by hand or yeah. like someone is carrying the camera. And so it's not like steady, if that makes yeah, sense. Like how we have this right now. Yeah, this camera is on a tripod you know it's, it's still it's stationary um whereas if i were to hold it it would be a little bit different so yeah um but yeah so that was one of the the only things that i had um is just because my teacher <laughs> uh, yeah. pointed it out to me so but other than that i think it's a phenomenal episode i oh, think yeah. it tied all the loose ends it allows for <clears throat> for both Kenobi and Vader to kind of continue. Oh yeah, and and then you know obviously meet again on the Death Star. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So other than that, let's let's just hop into it. So yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay. You're listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast. Your home for Star Wars news and more. Okay, so before we get started with Obi-Wan, yes. obviously we need to do our quick facts. Yes. Um, so, Harry. Yes. I forgot to tell you to prepare a quick fact, yes. so I, but I don't know if you already have one. I don't at the top of my head, no. Okay. So, um, let me tell mine. Yes. Um, then, <clears throat> I just want to say this, there are spoilers in this podcast, <laughs> so As always. don't get mad at us, but like you've been... You've been warned multiple times, so... Yes. Yeah. Um, what, what was I going to say? My quick fact. Yeah. Um, originally, Liam Neeson said that he'd be open to returning his Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, but he kind of had, like... He's like, yeah, but, like, I want it to be a movie, not a TV show. And so we're like, oh, well, that's probably not going to happen. So, yeah. whoops, I guess we're not getting Qui-Gon. 
Mm. Wrong. Yes, indeed. This episode had a cameo. Sure did. Qui Gon Jin, and he's like, "It took you long it enough. Took you long enough, Obi Wan." And then um, Obi Wan's just like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, I've always been here. You just haven't been ready to see," which is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, and I, instead of me waiting to talk about this, I'll just talk about it now, because. Um, um, in the Clone Wars, we know that Qui-Gon Jinn has, was mid-training, mm-hmm. so to speak, when he passed away. Um, and that training that he was in the middle of was the, um, the, the life after the, after death kind of training of mm-hmm. part of the force where he becomes one with the living force and then can manifest his consciousness after death. Mm-hmm. Um, and Qui-Gon Jinn is actually not credited, but um, he's kind of the one that figured this out. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the Republic era um, Jedi. And, so, and then he was able to teach Yoda, who then in episode 3 said to... Obi Wan, I've got some training for you to do, um, but to be honest, I have no idea where Anakin learned it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So um, that's kind of an interesting. I, I I would love to to find out how how he learned it. Yeah, maybe because he was just the chosen one. He he had it already in his arsenal. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't have to do the training. Yeah, I don't know. It's all those midi chlorians, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, so Liam Neeson came back as Qui-Gon Jinn, um, and then, um, yeah, really cool. We have some Mm -hmm. other cameos, um, that, I don't know, do you want to talk about that now or wait? We can maybe talk about it after the quick facts. Cool. We'll talk about the other cameos right after the quick facts. Yeah. So what's your quick fact? Oh, I don't have one on top of my head. Okay. No, we could skip that for Okay. Well, let's just take your quick fact and talk about another cameo. Okay, sounds good. Let's do it. So, um, Ian McDiarmid uh-huh. comes back as... As Palpatine. Mr. Sheev Palpatine. Did you know that was his first name? Yep, that's right. Yep, I okay. remember that. That can be your quick fact. Sure, yeah. So <laughs> I didn't know that, though. Um, Emperor Palpatine, Darth Sidious, and, and all that jazz. His first name is Sheev, which is funny because it's a funny name. Yes. And so, like, whenever I want to be like, that dang sheave, you know, oh, like, sheave. always, always, always <laughs> that, I'd be like, that dang sheave, just messing up the Jedi's plans, or causing a war and playing both sides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ex- usurping power through Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah. Dang Sheev. Yeah, dang Sheev. But yeah, um, he's also a horrible person. Uh, <laughs> not Ian McDermott, but... No, yeah, yeah Ian McDermott's just like a really cool guy. But yeah. Yeah. But, but no, he, is... He really is very sinister. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But like, let's just talk about that for a second. Um, his cameo was really cool. Oh, it was. Um... He, it was dark. Yeah. So, um, I may be wrong, and this may not be canon anymore, 
But for a while, the reason why Darth Vader was such a slave to the dark side mm -hmm. is because of the pain that Palpatine put him through. Mm -hmm. He would often, like, torture him. Oh, yeah. Um, like, Palpatine, his master, in his trainings, would torture, torture Darth Vader, Darth Vader and, and cause him more pain, um, which is horrible yeah it's dark it? and you know it, it makes sense that literally darth vader spends half his half his day in a back to tank you know yeah because it took how long for boba fett to to get rid of all the sarlacc juices oh yeah um whereas it took um i mean still at his death darth vader still hadn't yeah. Kind of fully recovered from that so yeah true um it's kind of interesting to see that but it makes sense because palpatine has been like throwing electric electricity into him mm -hmm. every chance he can get and like literally just beating the crap out of him and beating on him mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know yeah it's <laughs> it just that's it's not good, but no. um, but you can kind of see Vader's fear mm -hmm. and how he fears Palpatine. Oh yeah, in this um, in this episode where they're talking about it and um, kind of just how he's not how he's so quick and easy to give up his mm -hmm. search for Kenobi. Yeah, because. Of the fear. Because he's afraid of what Palpatine yeah. will do to him otherwise. And just the smugness that Palpatine yeah. is just like, I, like, I'm afraid that you might be, you know, not getting over your, um, your, your past there, mm -hmm. my apprentice. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, Kenobi's nothing. Kenobi's nothing. Mm. And he's like, that's what I thought. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there's there's the other cameo that I wanted to talk about, um, and uh, there's your quick fact. Yeah, fantastic. We'll just, we'll just call that Harry's quick fact. Let's do How it. About that. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well, let's get into the main meat of uh, the podcast. Yes. You're listening to the Beskar Brothers podcast. To be a part of the show, go to www.beskarbrothers.com to fill out a survey telling us what you want to hear, what you liked, and what you didn't. New entries will be featured in new episodes. So log on to www.beskarbrothers.com today. Okay, so... Hmm. How do I want to start? Hmm. Well, let's just talk about the episode in general. Yeah. So it starts out with kind of how A New Hope starts out, mm -hmm. um, where um, the the ship that they're trying to escape from Vader's Star Destroyer that's firing on them. Uh, and then, so I thought that was cool, how it kind of had that parallel. Uh, we talked about how Star Wars rhymes, mm -hmm. um, and this this is rhymed. Mm -hmm. Quite a bit. Oh, yes. So we'll talk about that uh, a little bit more 
in this episode. But um, so they're they're trying to get away. Their hyperdrive isn't working, and it's just not. They're not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Obi Wan realizes that Vader wants him. He doesn't really care about, about anybody, anybody else. else on that shuttle. Yeah, um, and you know, but oddly enough, he doesn't even know that his daughter is on that shuttle as well. Mm-hmm. So kind of, uh, I'm sure he would have acted differently had he known. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that well. I'll, I'll say this later, but um, basically Obi-Wan realizes that it's him that he wants and um, not the other people. And so he's like, give me a shuttle. I'll lure him away so you guys can get to safety. Um, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a little reluctant just because he's a Jedi. He can protect them um, in, you know, and the whole stay together thing that they had mentioned yeah um but he's like no like this is this is the best way yeah you've been protecting jedi for 10 years let me return the favor return the favor yeah so um he takes i don't even know on to what planet they go um but he takes that shuttle there kenobi or vader's like let me at him Mm. um and the grand inquisitor's like yo we uh yeah we should probably you know leave the one guy and go after the the easy pickings of everybody else mm-hmm. invaders like nope <laughs> it's all about it's all about kenobi right now yep. it's his show <laughs> yep and yeah one thing i will say about the grand inquisitor real quick is that the actor i can't remember his name for the life of me right now but um the actor said that he was excited to play him and that his lightsaber um, I can't remember if he was talking about his lightsaber or not, but he said that his character can fly, mm-hmm. and in and in Rebels, the uh, they they fly by twirling their lightsaber blades mm-hmm. really really fast. Yeah, and a lot of people don't like that because it's stupid. Hmm. I, I mean, I think it's cool. I, think it is I mean, too. yeah, like, like I can't fly, so. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but um, it also is like, oh, really? That's like how it works. That's how it works. But yeah, anyway, so, mm-hmm. um, but that didn't happen. So I don't know if they originally had him flying, yeah, and then they cut it out, or or not. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they originally had something and then, yeah, there must be a deleted scene somewhere. So yeah, I don't know. We might get that. Probably not, but we might get that later on. <clears throat> but yeah, so um, Grand Inquisitor says, no, we should go after them. And then there's like, heck no, it's all about Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go down and fight him. Mm-hmm. And there are... Probably two lightsaber duels that I would say was better than this one. Yeah. Not because of the choreography, not because of, or, you know, the the choreography or lack of Mm -hmm. choreography or, you know, and stuff like that. Just the mere emotion that is in this lightsaber fight. Oh, absolutely. This duel between Vader and Obi-Wan. Yeah. It rivals 
all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really, really close race between this one and, in my opinion, Darth Maul versus versus Obi Wan Kenobi or and, yeah Kenobi yeah, and, and, and Qui Gon. Um, yeah, and and obviously the top one for me is is Anakin and Obi Wan in, in Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. That's my top one as well. <clears throat> but yeah. So this is this is a very 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 close third, mm-hmm. and it might be my second. Okay. Um, I'll have to kind of stew on that, and kind of decide. We'll have to make a podcast later on about our yeah. favorite duels. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Anyway, con- yeah, continue though. Sorry to mean to interrupt. No, you're good. Um, but yeah, so they fight. Um, at the same time, Reva, who apparently is still alive. Yeah, I, that threw me off a little bit, actually. You know, I think it's... I will say this. Um, <clears throat> lightsabers and blasters have never caused bleeding before Kenobi. Yeah, true. Because if you remember when Tala got shot, uh huh, she no. was bleeding. Yeah. And then... I don't know if Reva was bleeding, but I feel like she was. It didn't really show. It didn't show anything at all. But, mm. but I feel like she was bleeding after. Oh, excuse me. After Vader stabbed her, mm-hmm. so that's that's interesting. Yeah, it is. But uh, you know, regardless, mm-hmm. um, she's alive. I feel like I feel like if Vader wanted to kill her, he would have killed her, not just oh, yeah. stabbed her, you know. Oh yeah, he would have definitely. So there's respect to what he did to that sh- you know, to the ship. Imagine what he could do to somebody else. Oh yeah. So I think I'm he... surprised he didn't do that kind of stuff to Kenobi, but yeah, he's like, oh, I gotta keep him alive. He still has you know one movie to be in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Physically, and then I can kill him, and then he'll be in the other two, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so um, Reva finds out about at least the child, quote-unquote the child, not the child, like Grogu, but like a child on Tatooine. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, she goes there to find Owen, and um, basically like tries to kill luke Mm -hmm. which is really sad um at the same time this is happening obi-wan and darth vader are fighting Mm -hmm. and this is literally the most emotional part of star wars that i have witnessed in a very 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 long time same since i would say episode three yeah um Vader and Obi-Wan, obviously, um, get into it, and they, um, they have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, after Obi-Wan slices Vader's uh, helmet. helmet off mm-hmm. halfway. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. But um, it's it's really cool, and I think I I, I touched on this talking to you. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool how 
this kind of parallels what happened to the Ahsoka Vader fight mm -hmm. in Rebels. Um, you can see that for a split second, Anakin comes back mm -hmm. and is able to fight off Darth Vader long enough to say, you know, Ahsoka. And then he kind of mm -hmm. falls back to Vader. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I feel like this kind of gives Obi-Wan um, some some credit, some... Um, it kind of puts him at ease about the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, because when Obi-Wan slashes his part of his helmet off, um, Obi-Wan's like, Anakin, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, for everything. And then Darth Vader, Anakin, um, says, Anakin is gone. I am what remains. Um... And then, like, you can see that Obi-Wan is just so distraught. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then this is important, to me, at least. Um, Anakin or Obi-Wan, I don't know. I, I personally am taking this to be um, kind of half and half. Um, Anakin and Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. But he says, I am not your failure, Obi-Wan. You didn't kill me. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. Mm -hmm. I did. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like Anakin is saying, I'm not your failure. Yeah. And then Vader kicks in and says, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I, I did. did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, that was... I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. But, I mean, kind of makes sense, I guess, you could say. But... Yeah, I, yeah, just that whole scene. Yeah, was super emotional. It was. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and you kind of actually felt for Anakin. Yeah, you really did. And um, yeah. One another thing that I was gonna say is the lightsaber glow on their faces. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, you never really see. It's usually it's either. There's there's a little bit of purple just because they have to say oh yeah Darth Vader's lightsaber is on, but um, but mainly on Obi Wan's face is the blue lightsaber. Mm -hmm. um, but it's interesting to contrast what happens on Vader's face mm -hmm. is it's a blue and a red, not so much a purple. Yeah, but it's a blue and a red. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> And then when he says, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did, mm -hmm. the blue goes away. Yep. And the red shows up. And I think that is kind of how we can tell that Anakin and 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 uh, Vader mm -hmm. are still having that internal strugger, struggle. Struggle. Mm -hmm. Struggle. <laughs> that internal struggle. Uh-huh. Um, even 10 years after he became Darth Vader. Yeah. So I think that's very interesting, and I oh, yeah. really love the use of light. Oh yeah! In in this, oh, I yeah. also love the sound. Oh yeah! <clears throat> and um, the uh, the mix between Hayden Christensen and um, oh my gosh, and Ewan McGregor. No, 
Why did I forget his name? Jones. James Earl Jones. Oh, James. Oh, goodness. Oh, okay, you're talking about Vader and Anakin. Yeah. Okay. The the uh, mix between Hayden Christensen's voice and James Earl Jones' oh, yeah, voice. Dude. Yeah. That yeah. Was... Like he's like, I am not your failure. Yeah. And then it switched in Obi Wan. Yeah. To James Earl Jones. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah, that part was like awesome. that was just like so. It threw me off. So great. You've never heard that before. Yeah. Ever. And. Not even in uh, Return yeah. of the Jedi. And in in Rebels, it's it's kind of like a mix, where both of them are kind of like meshed, but this is almost like layered. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was cool. But uh, I feel like all of these, um, all of these new Disney Plus shows and things like that. All they're really doing is just making more cosplays for people, mm-hmm, basically. <laughs> because I mean, how many how many Darth Vaders are we about to see that that have their their helmet, you know, oh, taken yeah. off, and uh, then they're oh, yeah. just yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be a lot. I think it's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah. But uh, and then you know how many people realize that they don't have to have an elongated head to be the Grand Inquisitor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh, good to know. <laughs> yeah, just in case when you want to do, you know, Grand Inquisitor cosplay, Harry. Right. Um, but yeah, so that was just that was just deep. Oh yeah, for me. So oh, same. Um, and then back on Tatooine, Reva um catches up to Luke, mm-hmm. and is about to do the same thing that vader did to her mm-hmm. um as like justice you know yeah um because that's she told owen before she like smacked him mm-hmm. that that's what she wanted is justice and um <clears throat> it was like i like this is kind of like the redemption story mm-hmm. of reva um and I really liked it. I think I thought she did really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought her acting was great. I thought it was a really, really well done scene where she kind of just broke down, mm-hmm. and you could see the layers kind of just peel off. Yeah, and and you could see wh- who she was on the inside, mm-hmm. and now she gets to be a whole new person. Um, without any of this guilt or mm-hmm. without any of this knowing that she did not become like Vader, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, and yeah. to be honest, I hope that we see her again. I do too, actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will say this real quick. V- uh, Vader, <laughs> uh, Hayden Christensen, and Ewan McGregor have both said that they'd be open to a season two. Oh, get good. It's the the story was originally built to be kind of like a single, mm-hmm. um, one time thing series, but um, Hayden had said that he he would love to explore the character more, and, I, and, and we would love him to would do love that. to see that. Um, I would love to see that. Yeah, especially because Darth Vader, like seeing his development. I mean. 
people say development's more of a positive thing. Obviously, you know, he's evil, yeah. but, you know, seeing the development of that character would be freaking fantastic. Yeah. And the end of the episode leaves a lot of wiggle room for it. Oh, yeah. Especially with, um, I mean, especially with um, uh, Obi-Wan, you know, meeting meeting Luke. Yeah. You know, going... And saying, hello there. Yeah, hello there. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was so great. Oh, loved it. Oh. Every Star Wars fan who saw that loved that. Yeah, I was... Okay. So, it, so the new Disney Plus shows come out midnight Pacific time, right? Yep, so we're in Mountain Time, so Midnight DLT, as I say, Disneyland time. Yep. <laughs> uh, or Disney Standard Time, DST. Yep. Um, and so, anyway, um, the, it comes out at 1 a.m. where we are in Mountain Time. And so uh, I was trying to put my daughter to sleep, and it just wasn't working. And I was like, okay, like... At least I'm staying up, so now I can watch Kenobi. Yeah. So I was up at 1 a.m. watching Kenobi, and like I was just sitting in my bed, and my daughter had finally fallen asleep, mm-hmm. uh, and she was uh, like not in my lap, but she was just like laying in between my wife and I. Yeah. Um, and when he said hello there, I kind of just like, I was like yes, yeah, and I kind of like. Did you scare? I, I I woke her up and oh. I'm just like, dang it! <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, hello there." <laughs> and she's like, "Hello, Dad." I, yeah, uh, she's gonna be annoyed by me real quick. <laughs> but yeah, so he said hello there, and it was awesome. And um, I I had kind of understood this to a point, and I talked to you uh, about this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. But at first, I didn't like. Ewan McGregor's new Kenobi voice. Uh huh. Like I understood that it was like in between the Revenge of the Sith, the Revenge of the Sith. You know, like the the Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. and the Alec Guinness Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I get that. You know, but it wasn't until he said hello there, which is like literally one of his last lines, mm-hmm. um, that I was like, okay, yes, like. This works. Oh, yeah. This is amazing. I love his new voice. But, yeah, it was just great. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Oh, and yeah. I feel like I feel like that was like a wink to the camera. Like, Oh, yeah. You know? Just like, hello there. You know? Yep. Totally. Like, this is going to make me more money. Yeah. <laughs> people, he's like, people are going to freak, freak when they, when they hear this. When they see this, you know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um. And then, of course, he rides off and, and meets Qui-Gon. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, sorry, Harry. I was just going through the synopsis. Oh, no, you're like, good, dude. No. Saying everything. I literally no, took the whole I, episode no, from you. No, I loved hearing that, honestly. No, it was good. But, yeah. Uh, um, but Let's no. hear from you for a second. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. I think one of the... I want to go back to the the voice mesh with Hayden Christensen and James Earl Jones. Yeah. Um, that'll let you see... I don't know how to describe it. It's, you know, it's kind of like if, uh, if, uh, Clark Kent and Superman were both trying to, like, present themselves, I guess, as one in a way. In a way. Mm-hmm. In a way. It, but it would, like, but obviously in this case it works really well because Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker are basically two different people. Yeah, they're like opposites of each other almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Anakin Skywalker 
is a good person. Yeah. He's the chosen one, you know. He's he's the I'm, he's the personality or the the identity that is what encapsulates is, everything good. Yeah. He's the boy that they met on Tatooine. Yeah. You know. The boy who lived. No. <laughs> It's come to get chopped in half. Yep. And burned <laughs> and in hate, lava. And hates sand. <laughs> Gosh. No, but like, um, no, you, you just got to kind of see Vader and Anakin kind of express themselves separately. Yeah. Like, they allowed each other to express themselves, I feel. Yeah. Like, it wasn't one just trying to take over the other until, I guess, towards the end where Vader did kind of take over, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, it was just cool to see that. Um, and then, uh, that was, that was like the main thing that got my eye. I was like, wow, this is, this is intense. And of course, the lightsaber duel was, was freaking sweet. Yeah. I loved that. Um, didn't take much to impress me with a lightsaber <laughs> duel, but like that one definitely like caught my eye. Harry's like, then. lightsabers are like pizza. Yeah. <laughs> basically, you can choose how you cut them. Yeah, with the lightsaber. <laughs> and then Anakin's or Anakin's like or Darth Vader. Sorry, uh, Darth Vader's like younglings are like pizza. <laughs> sorry, that was bad. <laughs> it's it's late. <laughs> it is. It is late for us. But anyway, um, no, I overall with the whole show, I've just been very impressed with it. Um, th- like compared to Mando season one and two and Book of Boba Fett. This is the TV show that definitely gives it more of the movie feel, I feel. Yeah. Um, which isn't a bad thing at all. Um, you know, I think it's a good thing. Because, uh, you know, originally they were going to make it a movie. Yeah. That was the original idea. But then once Mandalorian came out, they saw that was a hit. And so they're like, man, we'll just do, we'll just do TV shows. Let's just keep doing TV shows. This is great. Oh, yeah. So, but, yeah. Oh, by the way. Definitely a little creepy when you see Darth Vader under the mask. Or yeah. Anakin, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just like I mean, it was kinda of creepy in Return of the Jedi if I'm not being if I'm if I'm being honest. Yeah. The Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, but Ice Cream Head. Yeah, yeah. But this one was definitely different. I was like, Oh, okay. Oh god. Oh poor you know This was more like his face was like almost skeletal. Yeah. Like around his eye, yeah. And like his brow was like bigger. Oh yeah, and yeah. But anyway, I loved it. But it makes you feel for the guy, you know. Like oh yeah, I hate how Darth Vader is such a horrible, horrible person. Oh yeah, that he killed all of those kids mm-hmm. and those Jedi, and people still are just like, wow, like he's. There's such an emotional side oh, yeah. to everything because, like, he's doing the. I mean, there's no excuse for any of that stuff, but like, he's doing it because he is so not passionate. But like, what am I trying to say? Like, he he's trying to to save his wife, mm-hmm. and there. And I I wish that they had brought Padme up. With, with uh, that would have with him, and maybe mm-hmm. like had him, like the first time that 
that uh, Obi Wan and Vader fought. Mm-hmm. I wish that they had brought Padme up mm-hmm. and had basically Vader say like, "You're the reason she died," mm-hmm. and like blame him. Yeah, and that could like, you know, oh yeah, drive why Vader is so yeah, so, why Vader hates kenobi i mean obviously there's the whole cut him cut him up and and leave him burning in lava yeah but um but also the uh the padme thing Mm -hmm. um because he was there yeah and you know so i would have thought that that would i i think that that would have been something that could have come up mm-hmm. and been like a, a plot um, step. Yeah. But, you know, and then to kind of just like, because in, in comic books and in other stories, Vader is still like heartbroken mm-hmm. over the loss of Padme. Oh, yeah. And he's still like, he still can't get over it. And he yeah. like tries to bring her back from the dead in in a comic and um and just like all this stuff Mm -hmm. so um yeah i also hmm. i i want to see that side of vader Mm -hmm. oh yeah live action that would be awesome and with this new ai technology i mean depending on how uh when when we lose James Earl Jones, yeah. heaven forbid. Um, we technically have the ability to keep the voice of Darth Vader with this new AI te- technology. Yeah. Um, and so I'm wondering if they're going to kind of try and get James Earl Jones to sign off on, you know, immortalizing himself as the voice of Darth Vader mm-hmm. live action. By saying yes, it's okay to use my voice ah, yeah. after I pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be interesting. That would I be. don't know if that's going to happen, but um, I could see that happening, just so that they can continue. Oh yeah, the Darth Vader story, and and I've seen this on many uh, posts from other creators and things like that. that basically, say the one thing that Disney has gotten right with Star Wars is Darth Vader. Oh yeah, from Rogue One hallway scene to um, to Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is he in? Well, I think te- the, technically that's, that's that's it. That's just the only two things. Yeah, but still though, like unless you want to count like the Lego Star Wars uh, yeah. <laughs> no. holiday special. Oh boy, no, I'm just teasing. But yeah, um, or yeah. He's in um, this is technically EA games. He's in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh yeah, yeah. And like when he came in, I was like, "Yes, Darth Vader!" Mm-hmm. And then he starts like chasing you, uh-huh. <laughs> and you're just like, "No, Darth Vader!" <laughs> and it's just like you go for a ride, and it's crazy. And I'm like. Holy cow, Darth Vader is a powerful son of a gun, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, so we 
loved Kenobi. Oh yeah, um, so good. I would probably give it a nine out of ten. That's what overall. I overall. That's actually what um, I was gonna give it as well. Funny enough, but. I think that um, not just this episode, but the whole yeah, the whole, whole series, the whole season, whole season series, whatever it ends up being. Yeah. Um, the only reason I don't give it a ten is because of the the slower. Uh, episodes that I feel like should have been a little bit more yep. sped up, and you know I feel like there's a couple episodes there that could have been meshed into one. Yeah. Um. And to be honest, I feel like if we got a five or a four episode, um, series, we wouldn't have, um, not. There wouldn't have been as much. What am I trying to say? There wouldn't have been as much uh, separation in the fandom. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Because a lot of people were upset. Mm-hmm. Which you know, Star Wars is like pizza. You yeah. Know? Sometimes, sometimes you're craving little Caesars. Little Caesars, and sometimes you're craving the Last Jedi. And sometimes you're not, you know, sometimes you want to go to the pizza factory and watch Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And so it just depends. Like it's Star Wars is for everyone. It's not just for, you know, 30 year old men. (laughs) Yeah. We're not 30. Or, you know, women, you know, (laughs) but, uh, true, true. but it's, it's not just for super fans. It's for the casual fan too, so and for the women and the children too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not just the men, but the women, but the women. And, and the, the children, children too. too. Oh gosh, but yeah. So that's where we're gonna end with this episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you've listened this far, you're awesome. Um, and if you haven't listened this far, I guess you're not gonna hear this anyway. But we still thank you. Yep. Um, please remember to. Uh, share this podcast with your friends. Yes, please. Um, we are a very small podcast, but we love doing what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Um, we're looking ha- on many ways. We're looking for and at a few um, many ways to expand our podcast to make sure that you guys have the content that you want. Yes. And, um, and we have many different ways that you guys can be a part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to our website at bestguardbrothers.com to fill out a survey, and we'll make sure that your entry gets featured in our next episode. Yeah. Um, and also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, and join our Discord link. Mm-hmm. We have many different ways to, to get in touch with us. Uh, you can send us a message on any of those platforms. We will answer um, unless we, you know, explode and. Yeah, but for now we will definitely answer. Yeah, <laughs> unless we get super popular. Yeah. Um, or we quite literally explode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so thank you once again. Yes. Please thank remember you. this is my call to action. Um, please remember to. Uh, check out all of those social media pages and um, come and be fans with us.
So come hungry for Star Wars. Yep, that's what that's what we that's say. That's what we will be dishing out. Oh, absolutely. We're gonna have a Star Wars pizza party. Yes, it's Star Wars is pizza. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Well, awesome. F- well, folks, thank you again. Yes, thank you so much. And until next week, mm-hmm. may the force be with you always. Peace out. Everybody. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Beskar Brothers Podcast. Your home for Star Wars news and more. Until next week, may the Force be with you. What's up, guys? This is Derek from the Beskar Brothers Podcast. Just checking in with everybody. Um, We have some stuff going on this week. Um, I'm actually uh, in the last week of my classes which is awesome. I'm so pumped for the semester to be, to be over. Um, how And Harry um, isn't with me today, but Harry is actually getting married this weekend. So we are, um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back soon once Harry gets back from his honeymoon and we will continue. Um, I am working on stuff right now. There's a really cool project that's going to be coming out here pretty soon. So stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all those good stuff. um, So that you can find out what we are going to be releasing and when. So it's going to be real fun. Uh, We'll see you then. And until then, may the force be with you.